Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tilt's The Interesting Liquid Talk Show. My name is Ian Sansevera. I also go by Not Ian Sands. I am the director of post-production for 1UP Studios and Team Liquid, and also the host of this podcast. If this is your first time listening to Tilt's, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. If you've listened before, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. We are on all of your favorite podcast applications, but if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give us a five-star review if you think the episode is worthy of a five-star review. We really like like those. And if you'd like to watch Tilts with your eyeballs, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Team Liquid, where the video version is available. Also, subscribe because we have good content. I am very excited about the guests that we have lined up on today's episode of Tilts. The first guest joining us is Jonathan Elise Jablonowski, a good friend of mine, an all-around good human being in general, but most notably a Counter-Strike player on Team Liquid's Counter-Strike team. You know him. I know him. If you don't know him, you will know him. If you haven't seen his episode of Origins that we put out on YouTube a couple months back, I would highly recommend going to check that out. But he will be joining us as guest number one. And our second guest joining us on this episode of Tilts is a brand new friend of mine. You may have seen him on Netflix in Sex Education. You may have seen him in the countless movies or television shows that he's been in. You may have seen him nominated for countless awards for his acting performances. You may have heard his music. You may have seen him play some video games. You may have seen the announcement on Twitter a couple months back. We have Asa Butterfield joining us today, signing to Team Liquid recently as an influencer, as a gamer, as a super fan. He loves video games. We love him. Happy, happy to have both of these guys on the show. Elige, Asa, thank you so much for being on Tilts. What's up, man? Thanks for having us on. It should be fun. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Excited Heck for it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, so Asa, I want to start with you uh, because you have re- semi-recently, I guess, uh, signed to Team Liquid and you tweeted. Uh, let me pull up the tweet so I don't misquote you. Uh, yo, with a bunch of O's, kind of unreal. I remember finding all of the StarCraft II streams on Liquipedia back in the day. They were the first esports team I ever knew of. Thanks for bringing me on, gang. Let's do some cool shit with a bunch of O's in cool as well. So uh, would you like to explain that tweet uh, for the people that are watching or listening out there that may not know you or may not know your gaming history? Yeah. um, So yeah, this came about. It's actually, we've been, I was introduced to Liquid officially to a friend of mine, Will, or Blitz. He's the coach of the Dota team. Um, But as you said, I've known of Liquid for a while. Uh, I guess my interest in esports started because of StarCraft um, and I started playing that when I came out and I found a group of friends who also played it in school and I remember them telling me about like freaking people playing games and shit for money and I'd heard of it and I, I knew this was like a thing but I didn't know it was like a thing until um, until I started like watching streams and stuff and looking at tournaments and all of that kind of came from Liquipedia and I was like the only place I knew of. I didn't even know Twitch existed. I remember finding the Liquipedia streams, watching like Stefano and... Um, like Dragon TLO playing StarCraft. And this is like, whoa, people do this and people do this for a living. And, um, and I've always been, I've always played games growing up as a kid, like uh, on consoles mainly. I didn't really play PC games till I got a bit older. So it's, uh, it's always been a big part of my life. Um, and my interest in esports just came, came through that, I guess. That's awesome. And then John, you also got your start in StarCraft. And for those of you that haven't seen the Origins episode that we did on John, I'll give him a chance to explain himself here. But John, uh, yeah, your first kind of entry into this was through StarCraft as well, right? Uh, Well, I played in like the competitive leagues, like in Counter-Strike 1.6 when I was growing up, but it was nothing to the extent of StarCraft 2. So I actually started like watching StarCraft 2 videos when I was watching Husky and HD during the beta of uh, StarCraft and I just got super interested in it and I kind of went down the same path as him where I just looked at like the Team Liquid.net side, I went there every single day and you look at who's streaming. Yeah, I mean I I just like got super into it as I was growing up and it was something that I've always wanted to do because uh, even Counter-Strike when I was playing it in the very beginning, it was something that I was just like, man, I'm just too young right now, if someone just gave me a chance I could just be super good and I was just like looking for that chance in every single game that I played, whether it was Counter-Strike 1.6, then StarCraft 2, I tried super hard at that, and then CSGO. Hell yeah. And I didn't play games at all, but I'm the, here I am hosting uh, Tilts, which is the interesting liquid talk show. And not very many people know, let me clarify this. T-I-L-T-S is an acronym. It stands for the interesting liquid talk show. Um, but the I is interchangeable. So it could be interesting. It could be idiotic. It could be investigative. I, I don't know if that's a word. So uh, we're going to do a quick little game. Uh, Asa, pick a word that starts with I that we can intersect into tilts that we can then talk about. 
All right. Uh, inconsistent. <laughs> inconsistent. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Asa, what has been the most inconsistent thing in your life? Oh, God. What's the most inconsistent thing in my life? Um, possibly like where I am just in the world. Like I, I, I travel like a lot. Like physical geographic Physical, location? yeah, where, where my <laughs> atoms find themselves on this I planet. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I never really know. It makes it really hard to kind of um, plan things because my, I, I travel a lot with work, which is great. And, and, and it's one of the best parts about it. But it does mean I, I never really know where I'm going to be. Uh, so I guess that's pretty inconsistent. That's a, that's yeah. a really good answer. That's a deep answer. Thanks, I wasn't man. expecting that. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't expecting that. I thought you were going to be like, my sleep schedule, <laughs> my, my gaming schedule. Thankfully, my, uh, yeah, that's, my that's, sleep that's, schedule is actually pretty good at the moment. I think it is because I'm, oh, I'm working. I'm like waking up early. I'm going to bed early-ish, um, which was not the case over summer. Uh, so it's nice to be kind of back. Some gamer nice. hours over the summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, John, what is the most inconsistent thing in your life? I mean, honestly, before this year, I would have said the exact same thing as Asa because we also travel a ton. Our game specifically, CSGO, uh, we have to travel for almost every single tournament. Like in 2018, it was like over 200 days. In 2019, same thing. The only reason it wasn't like that for this year was just because of COVID. So, I mean, that honestly is the same thing. Just like the scheduling part of it, you just never really know where you have to go. And there was a point where I didn't even know where I was going to be. I just I just let uh, our manager, Joe Steve, <laughs> just tell me wherever I'm going to be. And I'm just like, okay, got it. Another tournament here, there. And I just went with it. Just turning up at random airports. Like, I don't know where I'm going to be this time. Yeah, basically. I was like, oh, what tournament are we going to again? I have no idea. Do you do you ever get, uh, for both of you, I guess, um, do you ever get the opportunity to really go out and like sightsee when you're in all these random places? Or is it like strictly business for you? Yeah, uh, it varies. <laughs> it varies. I, I try to. But then other times it is just uh, you're too busy. And, uh, and, and, and it is all kind of businessy. But I try and see some sites wherever it is. Is there anything that like determines uh, like how much time that you're going to have? Because like you said, like maybe it's different, but like usually you know roughly your schedule, right? Like what makes the change where you can actually do something? Like sometimes, so if I'm there, if I'm doing like press or whatever, often I might be like hopping between multiple cities within a week. And so I might be spending only a night or two in a city. Um, I did it for a film and I was like traveling around the US. And between that and then actually kind of going to like screenings and stuff and doing interviews, you spend the night at the hotel and then the next morning you're going, you're you're jumping on a plane and you'd never really get to see the city other than like the inside of a hotel room and a few different like taxis. It's not, but it's not always like that. It isn't always like that. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's it's also kind of similar where, I mean, we know the schedule of like when we have to do like interviews and like do like stuff for the streams and stuff. But I mean, really, you just determine how much time you're going to have to sightsee by if you lose or not. So if it's a good tournament, <laughs> that means that you only saw the hotel and the venue. If it's a bad tournament, you got to sightsee. So that's the only differences that you have if you get to actually see something or not. That's true. But every once in a while, they'll take you guys out to do like B-roll. And they'll take you to like a landmark and then you get to see yeah. that thing. That's yeah. <laughs> every Sometimes they'll just like do like shots of us just like in random spots. But other than that, that's all we get to see <laughs> if we're doing well. Um, all right, John, uh, now you pick an eye to be inserted into tilts. The only thing I can think of is inquisitive, but that's not a very interesting word. Ooh, now that's a, that's a good word. That's a good word. Uh, all right, let's, I'm going to roll off of that inquisitive. Uh, so inquiring minds want to know. I guess what is the what is the thing that John? I'm going to start with you. What is the thing that you know the most about that people don't know that you know about? Okay, well this is kind of random, but I do know a lot about trading, uh, like in the markets, just because it was something that just super piqued my interest when all like the crypto stuff was happening, and I never was like super like just doing it myself, but I just like started learning a lot about it. And it just really piqued my interest because I've always wanted when I was growing up to have a job that didn't have any limits. I I wanted something that wasn't just a career that you're going to be like, you're going to be making this amount. And then hopefully it goes to it goes up by like two percent or three percent, just trying to keep up with inflation. I've always wanted a job where it's your success is defined by how hard you work, a a merit like a 
meritocracy type of job where however good you do is determined by whatever you can uh, like accomplish. And esports fills that. And trading is actually very similar. The people that I've read about in finance and in trading, that that just applies to just how successful they were and how much time they put in, how much it became their life, uh, just became super interesting to me. So, yeah. How do you find the time to trade? Or are you just holding on to things for a long time? Well, I, d I don't like trade like as much as I want to. I just learn about it in my free time. And I, I put on like some like here and there, some swings, but that's all I can really do. I try not to. I thought you were just it, talking about Counter-Strike skin trading for a while here. Like trading. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 like, I just like crypto. Thing? Is, that, is that still? Is that still a thing? I don't know. Uh, I know it got like outlawed like, in some places, but. It's still a thing, but honestly, you don't really want to. The, the sites where you can like trade, it's more of just like exchanging right now. You just like exchange your skins and you lose like 10% every time you do it. So you kind of <laughs> don't really want to. <laughs> oh, so it's like the same as the stock market. Sick. Yeah, it's, it's exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Asa, what about you? What is something that you know a lot about that people don't know that you know about? Uh, I don't know. Weirdly, people know a lot about me, like because I've. <laughs> I feel like I've been asked this question a lot, and then every time I say something, now people know that thing about me. So I, I don't really know. Um, I grew up. One of my biggest like hobbies when I was a kid was collecting Warhammer, specifically like Warhammer 40k, and I was quite interested in you know, like the Warhammer lore and stuff growing up. So that maybe. You're you're an open book on Twitter, man. I, I, I went and looked at your Twitter. I went and looked at your Twitter yesterday, and uh, you know, because I obviously Blitz knows you. I know Blitz. I've been talking to him about you and all this stuff, and so we started chatting. I was like, I'm just gonna go see what he posts on Twitter. A lot of cats. Uh -huh. A lot of cats. Uh -huh. Which is which is great. I love cats. I'm deathly allergic. Oh, um, that's very but sad. But you you have two very cute cats, and you post a lot about cats. So why? Why cats? Why was that the, the animal that you decided to really go all in on? <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know. I grew up with cats. I think that's like ultimately. I always had cats in my house. Uh, when I was a kid, I moved out of home like three years ago and I lived with my brother and we wanted to get uh, cats of our own. So last year, almost like exactly a year ago, a bit before Christmas, we got two kittens, brother and sister, and kind of... Yeah, and so now off like there's a good portion of off my flat, which is theirs. Like they got a hammock, they got like shells and <laughs> shit. Um, it's fun. I mean, they're great, especially over lockdown. Like it was nice to have some some furry friends. Yeah, John, did true. you have pets growing up? Uh, yeah, I did. I had uh, two cats and then two dogs uh, growing up. All at the same not time. Not, so four not animals all at the same total? time. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I was gonna say that's a lot of no, not all at the same time. That's a lot of animals. <laughs> um, I want to go back to Starcraft because. This is something that's really interesting to me and something that I think about all the time. Um, I'm about to have a kid in like three weeks, two and a half weeks, three weeks. Whoa. And I often think about how he's going to grow up in a world knowing the internet and stuff, like from his infancy, like first memories, internet, right? Where I think you guys were like discovering it early on and you probably even remember a time before the internet was really like powerful. So at that time, uh, when you were like on TLNet and like looking at all the StarCraft stuff, like... What was that doing to your, like, child brain? Like, what were you thinking about? Like, what were you excited about back in those days, discovering all of this, like, StarCraft stuff? Yeah, uh, well, for StarCraft for me, it actually completely changed my life with the way that I think and the way that I learn. Because StarCraft is a 1v1 game for the people who don't know. And if you lose, there's only you to blame at the end of the day. So you have to think of the best ways to learn. And, I mean, honestly, it... I mean, even if you have people that you can, like, have practice partners with and you can, like, ask questions with, you are the one that has to learn everything. If you want to really make it, I mean, someone can only bring you so far, you know? Like, if you have, like, a friend that, like, you just play with, you're only going to make it so far. If you really want to make it in that game, you're going to have to go above and beyond to really get it. So, to me, it just kind of, like, changed how I learn about things, like, how I want to... Uh, like approach different things and for me in StarCraft I was always like I don't know why all these players like NNA specifically because I didn't talk to anyone else but they always just try to reinvent the wheel every single time and they don't want to copy like the best players in the game they want to like have their little niche things that they're being creative with instead of copying from the best players and then expanding off of that and to me that's just building the foundation you have to build your foundation first do whatever the top players are doing understand it and then you can make your own things after that because you have to get that understanding first and 
it's kind of just like helped my whole like learning process with everything that I do. And it's made me a lot more efficient with my time. Uh, I, I even remember when I was like 13 or 14, I was thinking about like build orders uh, and just thinking about like, man, build orders are like kind of like everywhere. And I was like making food like on the microwave and I was like timing. It's okay, 40 <laughs> seconds. I can get a drink here and then I can go on like Spotify, like t- turn off these things. Like I was just trying to like make it as efficient as possible, like a build order <laughs> literally. So it's kind of nerdy, but whatever. <laughs> did you, did you experience similar things, Asa? Were you build ordering uh, your sandwiches I, I, in the kitchen? I was not build ordering my sandwiches or timing them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, cause I, at least with Starcraft, I, I, Starcraft was always quite casual for me. I remember I'd stopped playing StarCraft, even if it was just like ladder. I think I was in, I think I made it to silver. <laughs> and, um, and it was just too stressful. I, th- I think what you said about it being like, unlike a game like Dota or a team game, you're the owner, if you lose, it's, you've got yourself to blame. And, um, and then I, after, uh, I think a bit, too, just too much stress of playing StarCraft, I, I, had to, I had to call it quits <laughs> and, um, and go into something more casual, which ended up being Dota, which is, Equally hard and a total casual say, game. Um, that's not a good. Like, I know. I know. Man, this game is stressful. I'm going to go to something less <laughs> stressful. Game, Dota. Yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't think it like. I mean, it definitely did affect my brain growing up because everything does. Um, what race did both of you play in StarCraft? Out of curiosity, I was Zerg. Uh, Taren. Ooh. See, I was Zerg. Because, I was Zerg because um, because I collected Warhammer and I collected Tyranids which is essentially where what Zerg came from and the whole kind of Games Workshop Space Marine thing. Mm. I believe, I think. I think there's, there's, there's a lot of like history there. Um, and Zerg were like, I just totally saw that. My love of like yeah. aliens and shit. Um, <laughs> so that was me. That's I awesome. actually started off with a couple different races. I started off Zerg because I was a big fan of uh, uh, Sen and Idra uh, back then. So I really liked them. But then I kind of just like saw, you know, MKP and, and Maru just do what they can. Like their micro is just out of this world. So like watching those guys really made me want to play Terran and I just like swapped to it and I just stuck with it after that. Did you ever play Asa? Did you ever play like semi-competitively or like amateur league StarCraft or anything? Uh, no. No, I think StarCraft was always like casual. I mean, it, it's casual, but regardless, when you play a game, you like you really want to win. But I never like joined a league or entered any tournaments. I was never really good enough. I, the, the first tournament, first competitive game I played was I think the Reddit Dota 2 League. I think it's first like inaugural season in maybe like wow. 2013. Um, <laughs> and I remember my team, we were called the Riders of Roshan. <laughs> and, we, um, <laughs> and it was just me and like a group of friends from school and we entered and we won a few games. Interesting. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I was, I, that's literally the, the next segue of this. So you both went in very different directions from StarCraft. Uh, one CSGO, which is literally nothing like StarCraft, and the other is Dota, which is like kind of like it's top down at least. It's not yeah, like an FPS similar. game. So why, why did you kind of choose the respective paths that you did? Um, either one of you can start, but curious because they're so different, but you started in the same place. I'm not sure. I think I actually, before I played Dota, I played like five games of Hon. Um, coming out of StarCraft. I remember when I was still playing StarCraft, I had some friends who were like, oh, you should play this game called Hon. I was like, nah, man, you only have to control one person. That that must be easy. Um, That's what everyone said from StarCraft. Dude, don't, they're like, League is so easy, man. Like, you just have one character, (laughs) man. We got like 200. Yeah, that was a complete (laughs) argument. Um, And then I started playing Dota. And at first it was easy. I was like, oh yeah, I can just focus on this one guy, hit a few creeps. Um, And then after playing it for like, a thousand hours. I was like, oh my God, this game's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it the you a thousand hours. But I'd, I'd, I'd already sunk in so yeah. much of my life at that point. I was like, well, I've got to, I've got to carry on. <laughs> so you did the thing that most people do, which is like, man, this game is fun, but like, I've got other shit I've got to do. John, on the other hand, was like, found Counter Strike and he's like, this is all I want to do. So like, where, where did that click over in your brain? Yeah, well, I grew up playing Counter-Strike 1.6, and uh, with that, I play, like, Warcraft 3 pretty casually, and then from StarCraft to CSGO, I kind of just wanted to go back to playing with my friends. Like, I started enjoying StarCraft 2 a little bit less, and with gaming, when you wanted to take it to the next level, sometimes you have to, you know, this seems kind of harsh, but leave your friends behind, <laughs> uh, where you, if you really want to make it, you have to. Like in, in Counter Strike, I remember like a couple different teams where it's just like, man, if I really want to make it, I have to like 
I have to leave them behind. I have to like keep playing in the better leagues. From one, from Counter Strike 1.6, I went to StarCraft too, and that's when I kind of like stopped talking to my CS friends because I really wanted to make it. And then that kind of like happened in the same type of way in CS:GO. So I was kind of curious, uh, Asa, like if you had anything that was similar in, throughout your career where you felt like you couldn't like put as much time to that. I don't know. It's weird. I think because I started when I was so young, like it. it and never, I never felt like I had to kind of force myself to go to the next stage. Like it was quite a gradual kind of natural process, um, yeah. which I was pretty lucky about. And I think because I grew up in the UK, that helped. So I wasn't like surrounded by like, uh, like, like the media and Hollywood and, um, and the whole industry. Like it just felt a lot more relaxed and I was still in school. Like I, was, uh, I still went to a regular school. So I, yeah. I, I was able to kind of balance it. Um, and it was always, whilst I was a kid, it was always like a hobby of mine, um, rather than Mm -hmm. it being like my entire focus. Like I still wanted to get my education. So I never felt like I had to give up anything else for it, which, uh, which was pretty lucky to be honest. How did you, I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this a bazillion times, but for my own, you know, inquisitive mind, how did you fall into acting in the first place? Like, was that something that you always wanted to do or was it just like a completely right place, right time kind of thing? It was, it wasn't like, I, I wasn't like a theater kid or anything growing up. I, it was not at all what I anticipated myself doing. I wanted to like dig up dinosaurs and probably like play video games for a living when I, when I was younger. <laughs> um, and I, I, started go, I went to this like after school drama club um, quite casually. My brother went uh, and I started going when I was maybe like seven or eight. More than anything, just to kind of like get out of the house and experience things and my mom wanted me to be social you know as, as they should <laughs> as uh as kids should and I was I think I mean this is so long ago now I think I was spotted by a casting director at one of these classes and they wanted me to audition for something um and I did and it kind of went from there and I never really looked back but even when I started acting and I did my first couple of jobs even at that point I was like oh, this is fun but I don't expect like this to go anywhere. I don't expect this to be like my career as an adult. Um, but here we are, I guess. <laughs> yeah, here we are talking about yeah talking about gaming too at the same time. Exactly. So do you like do you do you bring your computer to set or anything or in like in between takes or <laughs> no. if you're not on camera are you like playing Dota? No, not not between takes. <laughs> I don't, don't think I've got the uh, <laughs> the mental capacity for that. Uh, I bring uh, I. I, I where I am shooting at the moment in Wales, uh, I've got an apartment out there that they put me up in and I bring like my laptop and monitor um, and my switch. So I've got like a mini set up there um, for when I'm not working or if I've got like a day off or whatever, which is nice. Uh, but there's not all that much time. I mean, once I'm actually there like on set, yeah, there's no time to be playing games, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. I know. Um, John, do you, I mean, maybe you can't talk about this, don't want to talk about it. Do you play any games besides CS, like, when you're not, like, after boot camp's over and, like, the guys go to bed, like, are you playing the, the game that can't be mentioned, Valorant or anything? Or what are you, <laughs> Cyberpunk? Are you wasting time playing Cyberpunk? Uh, well, a little bit more recently, I have been playing the game that shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I've, I've had, like, a, a lot of other, like, fun games, like party games, like Pummel Party and all that type of fun stuff that, uh, that I would just play with my friend group uh, after practice recently. Pummel Party is a lot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. And, and that game that shall not be I still named. haven't played Among Us yet, which it's, is funny. I've been asked a million times, but I still haven't played. Which, which game? <laughs> Among Us? Among Us, yeah. Oh, I'm so bad at that game. I hate it. I, I am so really bad fun. at it. I'm so bad at like uh, one reading people and two, like, uh, like pretending I'm 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 not guilty. <laughs> Somehow, even though that's literally what I do for a living. As soon as I'm like on a headphone, <laughs> I was just gonna say whatever. like, yeah, you'd imagine that you're insane, your acting right? chops yeah. like really make it, it, it all falls apart. It all falls apart. <laughs> you're in this. You're in a Smash, Asa, right? Like, do you still? Do you still find time to play Smash and stuff? Uh, yeah, I haven't played as much Smash recently. Um, Sadly, uh, it's, it's, I, I like to go into like events and like playing with people like locally, but the online on Smash isn't that great. So it's, uh, it's, I've, I haven't played properly Smash in a while. Occasionally get together with my friends and have a little session. Uh, but I've been playing a bit of Dota. Um, I've been playing, what else have I been playing recently? 
replaying some RPGs, um, some single player games. Cause I'm like where, where, where I'm in Wales is, uh, I often just come back home for the evening and then I want to sit down. I was playing Subnautica, um, Ooh. for a while, which is fun. It's quite a, what I thought was going to be quite a relaxing, peaceful game. Yeah, it seems relaxing, and then it's and then not. after like ten hours, and you, you you go into like a cave, and you're like, "Hang on, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is horrible." And you're hearing like shit around you. Um, it's a good game though. It's a good game. Oh yeah. Um, I listened to a very short podcast this morning, Asa, um, where you were like answering questions, like pulling questions out of a bowl. I forget what it was called. Oh yeah. But. Going into this interview, I was like, oh, no, Asa likes anime, and I do not watch anime. Like, that is not, that is just not one of the things that I do. Uh, but in that interview, you were like, dude, I love Avatar The Last Airbender. And I was like, yes, I knew I liked this, dude. Because that's, like, the one that I've watched from start to finish. And, like, a lot of people will argue, be like, that's not anime. Avatar is not anime. Um, but it's a really good show. So, uh, Elige, I guess to you two, do you watch anime at all? And then Asa, like... How much anime do you watch? Like, what are you into? And I'm, I'm going into this completely blind. Do not expect me to talk about anime in a meaningful <laughs> way. I just want to know from your perspective. Well, yeah, Avatar The Last Bender is, I think, one of the greatest shows ever made, animated or not. Um, you just, you have to watch it. Doesn't matter how old you are. Um, yeah. yep. Great show. Great show. Great show. Uh, what have I been watching recently? Uh, Haikyuu, which is a, is a volleyball anime. But hear me out. I've heard of that actually. <laughs> hear me out. I've heard of it. It's uh, it's 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 actually really really good. A friend of mine introduced me to it, and I remember him saying, "This is this anime about volleyball." I was like, "That sounds so lame." And we watched like an episode of it. I was like, <laughs> "Can we watch some more?" I ended up binging the whole thing, and then the exact same scenario happened with my brother. And I was telling him, "Look, you got to watch this anime. It's about volleyball." He's like, "Volleyball? That sounds so lame." <laughs> and I get a text from him about a month ago, and he's like, "I've been watching it. <laughs> it's really good." And then, uh, and and then he's pretty much caught up with me now. So, as somebody who will probably never watch that show, give me like an elevator pitch. Like, if I run into you in an elevator, I'm like, "Hey, so what's up, <clears> dude? What are you watching right now?" And you have like 30 seconds to pitch me this anime. What's the what's the through line here? It's um. It's really, it's like so hype <laughs> and it will literally make you want to uh, play volleyball. Like I genuinely want to join a volleyball team now. It makes volleyball the most exciting sport in the world. Um, wow. It's like that, the queen's that, gambit that, of, that, of volleyball. Pitch. It is. <laughs> the queen's <laughs> gambit of volleyball. Yeah. Are there volleyball, like is volleyball a big sport in the UK? It, I feel like no. that's. No, it's not. Because <laughs> here where I live in Southern California, you go down to the beach and there's like 600 volleyball nets set up on the beach. It's like huge here, but in the well, UK, there's no like, real beaches in the UK, right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to the beaches here. <laughs> Certainly not to play volleyball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John, do you watch anime? Uh, no, I don't, but I have watched avatar. So thumbs up for me from that, but nah, not really. Nice. My friends what want you, to try to get me into it. If it's, if it's not anime, do you, do you watch anything besides, I guess like stock trading videos? <laughs> uh, I watch Twitch streams like the most like that's like the, probably the number one content that I watch and then after that I usually like to watch uh, just shows just random uh, Netflix shows like recently I watched The Queen's Gambit obviously like everyone yeah. and uh, I've been watching Vikings recently so those are the two shows that I've been watching been into them yeah. nice Queen's Gambit was great Vikings also great hey, so what are you watching uh, I was gonna ask have you guys seen Barry TV show. Yeah, I've comedy. heard of it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I watched just watched the first season of that, which I really enjoyed. It's really funny, and yeah. I love Bill Hader. Barry's good. I think people hate it because um, I think they expect it to be funnier than it is, but it's like weirdly dark. It, and so people go into it and they're like, "I didn't expect this." It's super dark. <laughs> it's really yeah. dark, um, <clears throat> but at times like hysterical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you ever watched Barry, John, or do you know anything about it? No, but I just like looked it up real quick, and I I have actually seen the show because I know uh, Anthony Kerrigan. He's in like this other show called Gotham that I've been watching. Oh and yeah, he plays like a similar type of character, but like funnier and barrier apparently, but still scary. I got. Do you like Gotham? Because I really did like it, and I got like roasted by my friends for watching it. Because I also I watched like The it. Flash on the CW, and they were like, "Ugh!" <laughs> like I just <laughs> The Flash is my favorite superhero, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I'm just gonna watch this show, and I, I kind of got roasted for Gotham, but I actually think it's a good show. I watched like the first two seasons of Gotham, and then I think I started watching the third one, and I felt like it lost its. It got a bit. I can't. I can't really remember why I stopped, but I got a couple seasons through, which I did enjoy. In fairness, yeah. 
I think I'm around like the same spot. I think I'm like midway in season three or something, and then I kind of wanted to go to Vikings. That's kind of what happened. <laughs> same type of thing. I mean, unfortunately, at some point, it happens with movies too, and very few TV shows actually make it out. But it's like you have a really good idea for a show or a movie, and then it like hits a point where it gets so popular that all these people come in and then ruin it, mm. and it's like really unfortunate. It's so kind of happened with Gotham later on. There were so many episodes in Gotham as well. It was like 25 episodes it's, in a season. Yeah, it takes 25 a season, 22, 25. Yeah. Which sounds insane. And they're all like yeah. 45 minutes. <clears throat> yeah, not it's like intimidating. not episodes at all. Asa. Hit me. The Riders of Roshan. Right. Is that is that where you met Blitz? That, like, is that how you got reintroduced <laughs> into Team Liquid? Or at what point in your journey did you, uh, did you meet up with Blitz? I, I think, um, I don't think Blitz ever knew me in my Ro- Riders of Roshan Uh Phase. I've actually got. I found that he. Um, I don't know if you guys are gonna be able to see this. Uh, I don't know how to share my screen. I found. I went onto our old Facebook group and found our um, like emblem nice. <laughs> that we made on Photoshop. Oh, I'll have to send it to you. You can. You can send it to me. Um, we'll put it on the screen. But that shit, we'll edit it in. It's funny. Uh, no, Will. I met. At TI6 was the first time I actually met him. We started talking before that. I think I'm, I think I did like a Reddit AMA. Um, when I had a film coming out and Will messaged me, he was like, yo, let's play some Dota sometime. I think <laughs> this is either when or before he was playing on Zephyr, his, uh, his, uh, his Dota team. Yeah, I kind of started from there. And we hung mm-hmm. out at TI6. Um, and now like whenever he's in town, like in the UK or I'm at an event, we get together, go and have some nice dinner, shoot the shit. Yeah, it's cool. Do you... Um- I guess a question to both of you. Do you still like talk to or keep in touch with the people that you like started playing games with early on? Like your like OG gaming friends? Are you still like every once in a while I see them on Discord or something and like talk to them or jump in a game with them or anything? Like do those people still exist in your life? Yeah, no, I, I still I still see a lot of my friends who uh who I knew through gaming. Um some of them from school. Some of those people will no longer play games and I look at like their Steam profile and they haven't been online in like seven years and I kind of <laughs> shed a little tear. Um, but yeah, I've got, we've got like a Discord server, server, a group of people, some of which I'd never met like in person and just known their voices um, for years and years. And then eventually like we all got together. I think it was at Birmingham, uh, one of the ESL majors for Dota. And like there was a whole group of us. A lot of us had never actually met each other in person, but we'd been hearing each other's voices for years, which is a really strange, um, like feeling seeing someone yeah, it is. and they say something and that's the voice that you've been hearing for so long. Yeah. And suddenly it's got like a body to it. Uh, and no one had pictures back then either. So you had no idea what they look like. Yeah. It's just your own imagination. Yeah. Uh, but like for me, like I, I've had like so many gaming group of friends, like when I was growing up that like, honestly, it's just like, how Asa was saying, like, last online seven years ago. That's kind of how it was for, like, a majority of them. You just never see them again. And plus, I was, like, 10 or 11. And I'm, like, I'm just so young. And these guys are, like, 17, 18. I'm, like, a 10-year-old. And they're probably just, like, eh, I don't really want to talk to this 10-year-old anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, man, he was good, but he's playing StarCraft now, removed. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, not really. Like, a lot of my StarCraft friends, I talk to them, like, every now and then, but... Some of them just disappear, literally. I think a lot of them just disappear entirely. It's crazy. <laughs> did you play uh, did you play RTSs before StarCraft? Or was that your uh, I played Warcraft 3. Okay. So that was uh, my first RTS before StarCraft. Nice. I remember Warcraft. I think that was one of the first games I played on PC. I remember I had that and then that and um Jedi Knight. Star Wars Jedi Knight. But whenever I played Warcraft, I remember just playing and I'd I'd just play against uh, I'd just do PvE and I would just mm-hmm. <laughs> turn just in as like player. and then just go out and just like wipe the map of all the of all the enemies. Uh, you never did any of the custom games? No, I think Warcraft I was like Starcraft. I, I, I think I was too young to even know like what that was. Like, I I I, I oh, just okay. I just went in single player, didn't know anything about custom games or playing online or like the yeah. competitive scene. Yeah, luckily I had a brother that like showed me all that stuff but dude i promise you if you like those games still play some custom games on the warcraft 3 like remastered you can even play it right now like starcraft has amazing custom games too yeah i think you'd have a lot of fun on it yeah i remember no, i remember this uh starcraft custom games starcraft 2 custom games and eventually after not playing like ladder for ages literally just playing custom games in starcraft for a while what was your favorite custom games on uh starcraft uh i like mono battles uh mono battles was fun 
Um, there was one, it was called Team. It was like. Describe it. It was like you it. had. Um, it was like a t- there was you'd play with like your mates, and then you'd have to fight have a fight which you played solo, and then that same fight would appear on this bigger map, and then you'd have to have, then the four of you would have to work together, and there was like optimal oh. routes so on certain stages. Dude, I, I know what it was like sat like defense, solo is. and team defense or something. Those games are so fun. I played a lot of like Marine Arena. Oh yeah, Rainer, yeah, yeah. Rainer Party. Rainer Party. Oh yeah, Nexus Wars was super good too. Shit, these are yeah. I played all of these. Nexus Wars, so Nexus Wars was the one with lanes, right? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that one's like the top lane, bottom lane, and you just try to like send units towards each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, good old days. <laughs> yeah, actually. Listening to you guys reminisce about that brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because I have no idea what you're talking about, but it's good to see you smile and think about the, the good old days. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> like seven years ago. So when you guys go to to get into games right now, uh, I guess professionally for you, John, and casually for you, Asa, do you have any like rituals or like playlists, anything that you like have to do in order to have a good gaming experience? <sighs> I don't know. I'm like, I found out that I'm one of the few people, I don't listen to music when I play games. I, I, I like a lot of people will have like Spotify or whatever going in the background, whether they're streaming, whether they're playing competitively or whatever. I never listen to music. I, I, I don't know why, but it was never a thing I did. So I just kind of plug in and start playing. I'd like a drink of You're water. You're prepared for the DMCA of 2020. I, exactly. I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I am prepared. Yeah. Uh, for me, nothing, really. Like I think that just a game needs to be competitive for me to want to play. Unless it's just like, it has to be either really casual and I could just have fun without trying on it, or it just has to be like a game that I have to just put everything into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, remember, remember those days, John, that you would like text me at midnight and be like, "Hey, you want to play Realm Royale?" Dude, Realm Royale was so <laughs> good. Actually, that game should have been huge. It should have been. If they didn't kill it with a bunch of bad decisions, that game would have been so good. <laughs> did you ever, Did you ever play that, Asa? I did. Uh, I missed Realm Medieval Ar- Times Fortnite. Basically, <laughs> I remember um, my Discord server people when people were playing it, and I, I missed that boat. Um, yeah, uh, that's unlucky. It was like a month or two before they killed it, so it wasn't a lot of time, honestly. Yeah, fleeting. <laughs> John, you were so upset by it. You were you were very opinionated about Realm Royale. That was one of my go-to games after <laughs> CS. I would I, I just have so much fun with my friends playing that game. It was I was so sad about it dying, really, but it happens. It does happen. Um, <laughs> go, going going back to the music thing, Asa, you're in a band. Um, yeah. So what kind of music do you listen to? What kind of music does your band play? What instrument are you singing? I have a lot of questions. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, uh, I play bass. I st- well, I, I've been learning bass. I started playing keys when I was a kid, and that was kind mm-hmm. of, I guess, where my, music, my musicality started. But I play bass now mainly, um, which is super fun. It's a super fun instrument. It's not too hard to pick up. Um, and the music, a lot of the music I listen to, like funk, um, Jazz, uh, reggae, soul. They've always got like really groovy bass lines. Um, and we play a lot of that stuff in our band. Saying that, I haven't been able to play with, um, with them in ages because of like, because of COVID and stuff. So, Jono, yeah. our guitarist, has been in Ireland for like since March. So, we haven't really been able to play. Obviously, we haven't been able to play any gigs, um, which is a shame. But, you know, music is, it's just been nice to have something to do, like when you're bored. Yeah. Like that. Totally. Yeah. Who, who are some of your favorite artists or bands um, in, that, in that in that category? Because I love I love like the funk, soul R and B type stuff too. There's a group I think you probably really like them, um, which I discovered recently. They're called Salt S A U L T, and it's kind of crazy. Like they're as far as I'm Making aware, they're a group. They're a British group of uh, musicians, but no one knows who's in this. No one knows it. It's like this like elusive. Um, group of people i imagine they're all kind of already made a name for themselves now they've kind of formed under this new persona they released yeah. like four albums five albums in the last two years all like really groovy funky soulful uh sort of dance like, like all, all sorts of shit um mm-hmm. i've been listening to them recently finally cracking out the christmas songs which i'm happy about because i love christmas and i don't <laughs> feel like we've been feeling very christmasy this year so i'm trying to i've been yeah, trying to do weird, my best huh? Um, yeah, it's a strange one. Yeah. You just gotta start one. the Christmas music early. 
I've been playing Christmas music since October, man. <laughs> Just got to get into it early. Oh, God. <laughs> After Halloween, it's Christmas yeah, right. for me. Yeah. <laughs> John, what, what kind of music do you listen to? I don't know if we've ever actually talked about this ever since I've known you. Honestly, it goes kind of like to random things for me, but right now I've been listening to more like hip hop or like R and B or even screamo right now, like screamo ish, like hard rock type music. So that's been the two playlists that I've been playing recently. Hip hop, R and B, whiny pop punk. Got it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Asa, like, where did where did you get your your musical prowess from? Was it like your parents? Did they like grow up listening to, like funk stuff, or did you just kind of discover it along the way? Um, yeah, I think. I mean, to start with, I think it was my dad because uh, he played. He was musical. He got me and my brother both into it. Um, but then, yeah, I don't really know. I guess I always listen to music. Um, I've always liked that kind of dance music. Um, mm-hmm. And I've had different phases of like listening to a lot of more like EDM, um, more like classic hip hop, uh, like grime. So it's, uh, it's, it's always kind of changing, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But there's always something like being played. And at my flat, uh, I've got like, like like a mini, I wouldn't even call it, it's not like a music studio, but it's just like a corner of my living room where I've got like a keyboard, a mini drum kit um, and some instruments. So uh, so it's nice to just be able to like pick up and have a little jam, whether I've got like people over. Are or, you like recording anything into like Ableton or anything? Are you like making your own music or you just do it for for fun for the live aspect of it <clears throat> mostly just like jamming having fun um mm-hmm. finding riffs sometimes if we find something really groovy we'll record it um but we've yet to we we, we want to try and record a single for the new year but it requires us all to kind of be here which is quite tricky these days yeah, yeah. so uh yeah, so we'll is. see but just having fun with it at the moment do you have a do you have like a bassist that you look up to? Because I played bass for in my band when I was still living in Ohio for like the longest time, and I remember I discovered Victor Wooten, and I was like, dude, this guy is legendary. And I like tried to learn Victor different Wooten. like slap techniques and stuff, and then oh, it just like kind hard, of turned man. me off from the instrument because I was like, I'll never be this good, <laughs> yeah. so it's like pointless for me to even try. Yeah. But do you have do you have somebody that you like really look up to like that? Um, I mean, I've, I, there's a few different people. I mean, there's a few different groups I guess that I listen to and try and like play riffs from theirs um slap bass is really hard as you said these guys make it look so easy and then you try and it sounds so bad you're <laughs> like how am i ever yeah, gonna make this <laughs> like at all um like musical i mean uh jacko pastorius is off a, mm. obviously insane um yeah there's a few there's a few do you follow uh the youtuber davy 504 i do I've seen his videos. Him and he's insane. Actually, he's, he's low key insane at playing bass. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he, he's uh, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. And this other guy called Scott. It's like Scott's bass lessons. That's pretty much all that's on my YouTube recommended these days. So <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to Scott's bass lessons. <laughs> that's funny. I have a question, Asa. Go on. Uh, Go on. So, do you ever do like? I know that you obviously probably watch like a lot of movies and shows, but when you w- watch actors do you ever watch them to like study like what they're saying or like look up how they improv a scene or something like that like how do you like study to get better basically um yeah i guess when you're watching actors there'll definitely be like scenes or actors i'll watch and i'll be like oh shit that was really good but it's it's the fact that it it was so good because often it's just because it feels really real and like you believe what they're saying and what they're doing mm-hmm. but then to try and incorporate that into your own work isn't it's not like an obvious like how do you how do you apply that to yourself um so i don't know i think for me like you learn shit on like every job you do um a lot of that's from like Mm -hmm. mistakes you make um yeah and just the kind of your own approach to it and 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 figuring out what works for you you pick things up on all the jobs you do um and so every one you come back to you kind of have a bit more experience. If there was a movie being made about a game, uh, which character would you want to play in the movie? Mm. Uh, ooh, all right, I know what it is. I know what it is. What is it? If there was any game that could be turned into a film that I wanted to be a part of, it might be Portal. 
I think Portal Ooh. could be a really cool film. I don't know. Either it really would. Paul? Port- portal? Portal? Oh, Portal. portal. I think you said Paul. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> that portal. hits the accent. Portal would be sick. <laughs> portal, portal, portal would be, be sick. Portal would be cool. And there's some, there's some good, that was, there's yeah, some good, that, that one word there. right there was your there's accent was like so heavy. I was like, what did you just say? Portal. Portal. Portal, yeah. Portal. Well, I know, John, look at John smirking. Hold on, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. So Portal is your answer. <laughs> yeah. Super dope answer. John loves British accents and he just like always <laughs> talks in British accents and stuff. I um, do. So I don't, do you have any, as an actor, do you have any uh, tips for John that he could uh, better better improve his British accent? For the British accent? Um <laughs> You know, I, I might have to hear a bit first. <laughs> I like saying Birmingham. Bur- I like saying Birmingham Bur- like that from Peaky Blinders. Bur- Birmingham. Uh, yeah, Birmingham. Birmingham. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, that's, a, that's a hard accent, the Birmingham accent, the Birmingham accent. Yeah. My name's Thomas Shelby. Thomas Shelby. <laughs> Welcome to Birmingham. <laughs> All right. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a start. It's a start. I, I honestly can't help you with the Birmingham accent. I can't do that. I can. I, I feel like I can do man. more American accents than I can do British. Weirdly, ooh, do an American accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right. I can just do an American. I, I could talk like an American if you wanted me to. Uh, we could do the whole interview like this. If, if you, if, if you, if that's you so want. good. That's a that's a good that's a good American accent. I had to do a Southern accent uh, for an audition kind of recently. My Southern accent is not great. And I always get a bit too carried away. Um, yeah. You get too cowboy with it? Yeah, slightly too Red Dead Redemption. It's, it's, um, <laughs> yeah. it's easy to do. It's easy to do. Um, I, I like accents. I like impressions. Me too. I just can't help myself sometimes. I hear like an accent and I just want to say it just instantly. Like I don't want to be annoying, but like <laughs> just in my head, it just like perks up. Like when you said Birmingham earlier, I instantly <laughs> thought in my head. Just in the accent, Birmingham. Birmingham. Well, I guess you—you yeah. you probably you must like meet people from all over the world. Do you find, like, you accidentally start copying their accent when you're when you're talking to them? Yeah, I do that actually. Sometimes. Yeah, it happens all the time. Like, we'd, we'd be in Russia, and I kind of just want to start like talking like them, or in London. Obviously, I always want to. Like, it just—it just actually comes out. Like, we're there for like a month, and I just start saying like the English words. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Yeah, uh, bloody hell! Oh, that's so posh. Like saying saying stuff that's like really like specific to to London. What's your Asa? What's your favorite um, American term? My favorite or like American, American word. Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, you guys have different things like in different parts of the, America. Um, like, True. Uh, like dead ass is like super New York, right? <laughs> I think that's just like slang, just like teenage slang. Maybe. Um, what American things do you guys say? Uh, you say like weird names for vegetables and shit, like an eggplant. The fuck's What's an that egg- called in? What's an eggplant? What's that called in the UK? <laughs> uh, an aubergine. <laughs> it's called an aubergine. Yeah, man. I don't no know. Wonder no one says it here, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So why do we call it? An as eggplant? I said, it, I was like, wait, we, we haven't got like a much better name for this vegetable. Um, and courgette, you guys call courgette zucchini, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't even know this. What? Yeah, man. This is isn't it, wait, isn't names? serviette a and, 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 uh, and, and, um, potatoes. You guys call them potatoes. What do yeah. you call them? Um, oh, sorry. I, I, I was trying to come up with a joke here. I was going to make myself laugh. We call them potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say like crisps or something. Like yeah, I was trying to think thing. of something humorous, but, uh, it evaded me. All right, guys. Well, we're coming up on an hour. It feels like it's been like two seconds that we've been talking. It's It's been really good to have both of you on the show. Uh, just to wrap it up, Asa, we started off the episode kind of talking about your involvement with Team Liquid, but then we, as we do on the podcast, we kind of strayed away from that and talked about a bunch of different stuff. But let's, let's bring it home. Let's talk about Team Liquid, um, what you kind of like want to do, what your involvement is, like, you know, how much merch you have in your closet, all, <laughs> all of that stuff. Like what... What, what do you want to do with, with TL? What, what can we help you with, bud? Um, so, yeah, my merch closet is, uh, is expanding, uh, which is nice to see. <laughs> uh, Team Liquid, yeah. I mean, the way I see it, the way I, 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 I want to do things, um, obviously I'm working a lot, so we're kind of figuring out what I can do when I'm free. I'd love to um, – really, I just kind of just want to introduce more people into the world of esports – um, whether it's like my fans, people interested in the film industry, interested in music, um, 
give them a glimpse into this world through my eyes, whether that's through going to events, talking about them, um, creating content, um, doing like streams with people uh, and kind of representing the brand, I guess, um, and its role in esports and what I'm doing. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. Are you stream? How often do you stream? I don't stream. These days. <laughs> I don't stream. You don't stream at all? Oh, man. We got to get I you. I don't stream. I, uh, I sometimes stream. Um, I've streamed in the past. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I find it really hard to be entertaining and also be good at the game. Like I feel like I have to do one or the other. I, 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 either one falls or the other as soon as I try and do both. I feel like entertaining probably always prevails, right? Because you can yeah. just go into a game of Dota and completely throw. But as long as you're like having fun and being entertaining, then it's like, yeah, we don't care that he threw that game of Dota. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah, we love him anyway. <laughs> But I feel like when, when you're watching people on streams, like you either watch them because they're entertaining or if they're not entertaining, yep. then they're really good and then you appreciate their skill. Um, yep. And, I and they don't even care about being on camera either. They'll play their game like this. Yeah. Yeah. You just see the top of their head or like just their fingers. The forehead. And you're like, man, he's really concentrated. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, dude, it's it's super exciting that you have chosen Team Liquid as your org of choice. And we're, we're super stoked to have you. Uh, super stoked to have you on the show. Super stoked to have you as part of the org. And we're really excited to continue working with you in the future. Obviously, if you want to make any videos or anything, hit up your boy. I got you. We'll, nice we'll make it happen. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, that's um, fun. We got to get you out to the Alienware training facility in Utrecht yeah. since you're fairly close. I'm excited. It's a, uh, a marvelous, marvelous uh, architectural feat. John is, I'm sure, enjoying it from yep. where where we used to be to where we are now. Yeah, definitely a lot better since when I first started. <laughs> I've, I've heard lots of stories. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited to check it out. Awesome. Well, uh, John, Asa, thank you so much for being on Tilts. Um, I am going to ask you to plug your socials. Where can people find you? John, <laughs> we'll start with you. All right. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, uh, at Alige, and my Instagram that I might start using, AligeJJ. Ooh. And that is everywhere from me. Yeah, ooh, Instagram. Nice, JJ. Dude. Is that like is that like a bougie GG? Is that like his or is that is that? No, nah, it's name? just my initials. Okay, That's all right. his initials. <laughs> yeah, JJ. Uh, oh, JJ. <laughs> uh, Asa, where can people find you? Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Asa Bop or Asa BFB, uh, one of the two. You find me there. And if you want to find me for whatever reason, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram mostly at not Ian Sands. If you want to follow Team Liquid at Team Liquid across all social media channels, make sure you smash that subscribe button. If you're listening to Tilts on YouTube, if you're listening on your favorite podcast application, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, Apple Podcasts, five-star review. This episode was certainly worthy of a five-star review if I do say so myself. But thank you guys so much out there for listening and or watching. Elige, Asa, thank you so much for being on Tilts. I really Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, dude. It's been fun. Yeah. Nice yeah, fun. A lot of fun. All right. Let's do it again sometime. Take it easy, boys. Yeah. I got high hopes